Hello, this is Yusra from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 22nd of November. According to the Union Health Ministry, India recorded 8,488 new COVID-19 cases on Monday, taking the total tally of infections to 3.45 crore since the beginning of the pandemic in January last year. The number of new cases reported is the lowest in over 17 months. The official death toll rose to 4.66 lakh with 249 deaths in the last 24 hours. India has administered 116.87 crore vaccine doses since the beginning of the inoculation drive in January 2021. The country's recovery rate currently stands at 98.31%. Today on Monday Union Health Minister Mansukh Mandviya is meeting with officials from Manipur, Nagaland, Meghalaya and Puducherry to discuss the progress of the COVID-19 vaccine drive reported PTI. Less than 70% of the population in the three states and union territory has received the first dose. In an attempt to combat the rising coronavirus infections, Austria has imposed a nationwide lockdown early on Monday, the Times of India reported. Though the measures are expected to last for a maximum of 20 days, they will be re-evaluated after 10. They require people to stay home apart from basic reasons like getting groceries, going to the doctor and exercising. From the next month onwards, Australia will be open for certain categories of fully vaccinated international travelers like students, working holiday makers and provisional family visa holders, the Times of India reported. Australia has approved both the Made in India Covaxin and CoVishield. The Australian carrier Cantus will resume flights connecting Delhi with Sydney and Melbourne from December. According to the Guardian, American infectious disease expert Dr. Anthony Fauci has cautioned the United States about a possible surge in COVID-19 cases. The number of infections in the country are rising again, and experts worry that Thanksgiving celebrations will lead to more cases. The coronavirus has infected over 25.75 crore people across the world. and caused over 51.50 lakh deaths according to Johns Hopkins University According to a report in the PTI Delhi's environment department has issued an order to extend the ban on the entry of trucks carrying non-essential commodities into Delhi till November 26th due to a poor air quality forecast Stop entry of trucks in Delhi except the trucks carrying essential commodities till November 26th subject to further review for an extension of this date the order stated Delhi government employees will also continue to work from home. All Delhi government offices except those involved in emergency services will be closed till November 26th. The System of Air Quality and Weather Forecasting and Research or SAFAR recorded the air quality index of Delhi on Monday morning at 315 which falls in the very poor category. In view of the unhealthy air quality, the Directorate of Education on Sunday instructed schools in Delhi to remain shut until further orders. According to the PTI, Delhi Environment Minister Gopal Rai is scheduled to hold a meeting with senior officers on Monday to review pollution control measures. A toxic smog enveloped Delhi and its neighboring cities as air quality rapidly deteriorated after Diwali on November 4th. The Supreme Court pulled up the case as pollution reached dangerous levels. The air pollution in the capital city usually turns unhealthy in October and November because of unfavorable wind speed and emissions of fumes by the local traffic in the city. Stubble burning by farmers in Delhi's neighboring states is also considered a major pollution contributor. The death toll due to floods in Andhra Pradesh rose to 35 after four more bodies were recovered from the Cheriu village, the New Indian Express reported. The administration of the Chittor district has issued an alert for 16 villages 
after the 500-year-old Raila Cheruvu Reservoir developed cracks on Sunday, the Times of India reported. Senior officials including Officer P.S. Pradyuman, Chittor District Collector M. Harinarayanan, and Tirupati Superintendent of Police Venkata Appala Naidu visited the reservoir on Sunday. Measures are being taken to avert a possible disaster. According to Naidu, two National Disaster Response Force and State Disaster Response Force teams have been deployed for relief and rescue operations in the villages, the New Indian Express reported. We will take the help of Indian Air Force if needed to evacuate people, Naidu said. On Sunday, a bridge on the Papagni River connecting Kamlapuram and Waluru towns in the Kadapa district collapsed. No person was injured, the police informed. In the Nilore district, the flooding of the Penna River has caused damage to highways and railway tracks, the New Indian Express reported. As the district continues to witness rain, with the Penna River having flooded 30 villages, 4,257 people have been shifted to 92 relief camps. 1,366 villages and four towns have been affected in Andhra Pradesh due to the heavy rains over the weekend, the Hindustan Times reported, citing the State Disaster Management Authority. According to the state government, 2,007 houses were damaged and 1,137 houses were submerged. Many express trains connecting South and West India have been cancelled or diverted by the South Central Railway. Vehicles stranded on the Chennai-Kolkata National Highway due to the rain were diverted to other routes. According to a report by The Hindu, Andhra Pradesh Chief Minister Y.S. Jaggan Mohan Reddy has asked officials to desilt the drains across towns to prevent an outbreak of viral fevers. More importantly, the enumeration of crop damages should be completed and compensation paid to the farmers on a war footing, he added. A grenade was thrown by unidentified persons near the Indian Army's gate in Pathan Kod's Thirapul in Punjab on Monday when a marriage procession was passing through the area. ANI reported, all police checkposts in the Punjabi city have been put on alert. While no injuries were reported because of the blast, parts of the grenade were recovered by the local police from the site. Senior Superintendent of the Police, Surendra Lamba, said that CCTV footage will be probed and further investigation is underway. On January 2, 2016, the Indian Air Force's Pathankot base was attacked by six terrorists from Pakistan. They had entered the country through Punjab's Kathua Gurdaspur border. The confrontation between the terrorists and the security forces continued for three days. All the terrorists and seven soldiers were killed in the operation. The Hizbul Mujahideen had claimed responsibility for the attacks. LiveLaw reported that Trinamool Congress's contempt petition about the security concerns surrounding Tripura local body elections on November 25th will be heard by the Supreme Court on Tuesday. The advocate representing the Trinamool Congress, Amar Dave, said that the situation in Tripura was worsening, calling it a volatile situation. Every day these incidents are happening and they are increasing, he added. Dave was referring to the arrest of Trinamool Congress leader Sayoni Ghosh by the Tripura police for allegedly attempting to murder Bharatiya Janata Party workers at Chief Minister Biplab Dev's rally in Agartala. On Sunday, Trinamool Congress leader Sushmita Dev alleged that BJP supporters attacked her and other members of the party outside a police station in Tripura. A clash had erupted last week between the supporters of both the parties in Khovai district in which 19 people, including two policemen, were injured. Based on a petition filed by the Trinamool Congress, the Supreme Court on November 11th had asked Tripura police to ensure that no political party was prevented from campaigning peacefully, according to live law. On Monday, however, the Tripura police did not allow the BJP and the Trinamool Congress to stage rallies in Agartala, India Today reported. 
Trinamool Congress General Secretary Abhishek Banerjee on Monday lamented that Tripura had turned into a banana republic. Speaking of unrest in Tripura, the state witnessed a wave of communal violence in October last month. Since then, a series of contradictions have emerged between the official claims of the Tripura police and the reality on ground. Even more confusing is the multiple narratives being aired on national television. What really happened in Tripura? For facts from the ground, read Ayush Tiwari's ground report titled A mosque was torched in Tripura, but cops say just a prayer hall. To be able to continue to bring you such reports that attempt to speak truth to power, we need your continued support. So subscribe to News Laundry. Go to our website and hit that subscribe button on the top right hand corner and pay to keep news free. Garv se kaho ki mere kharch par azad hai khabre. 197 Communications, the parent company of digital payment firm Paytm, saw its shares fall by 40% over 2 days from its issue price of rupees 2150 NDTV reported. The company's total market value dropped by rupees 56233 crore. By 1:43 p.m. on Monday, the Paytm shares price fell by 13.71% and was valued at rupees 1344 on the 30 share Bombay Stock Exchange. The fintech company had opened its rupees 18300 crore initial public offering or IPO on November 8th for subscription. It was India's largest IPO till date. Market experts were however apprehensive about Paytm's performance on the capital market with many pointing out that it was a loss-making company. Paytm had incurred losses of rupees 1701 crore in the previous financial year, scroll reported. The company had made up for the losses by cutting marketing and advertising expenses. According to a research report by brokerage firm Macquarie, Paytm's business model was a cash guzzler and did not have focus or direction. The report also stated that it will be challenging for Paytm to be profitable because of market regulations and competition. According to a BBC report, 5 people were killed and more than 40 including children were injured after a vehicle ran into a Christmas parade in Waukesha city in United States Wisconsin on Sunday. While a suspect was taken into custody, the motive behind the act is yet to be ascertained, said Dan Thompson, the Waukesha police chief. Thompson told the reporters at Associated French Press, and I quote, "The Waukesha Christmas parade was taking place when a red SUV broke through the barricades and struck more than 20 individuals. Some of the individuals were children, and there were some fatalities as a result of this incident." Unquote. Videos accessed by Associated Press show the car running over a group of girls dancing in the parade in a marching band. An eyewitness reportedly said that children were laying all over the road after the incident and police personnel had to perform cardiopulmonary resuscitation or CPR on many people. 11 injured adults and 12 children were rushed to the nearby hospital after the car tried to run over people in the parade, according to Fire Chief Stephen Howard. The Children's Wisconsin Hospital said that it had admitted 15 patients after the incident, the New York Times reported. Details about their conditions were not immediately available. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe from the din of disinformation and come back for your daily dose tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.